Um, I did buy that piece of art today and I like tested it out above my bed yeah. and it looks really cool. I just don't know if I trust like the way I hung it and if it matches like every, all the other things. So I'm just going to keep it and hang on to it, but it looks really cool because the chairs were just like not working. Like I wanted them to work mm-hmm. and I would have fought really hard for them to work. But like, I like she, the girl asked me, she was like, do you like your pink couch or these chairs better? And I was like, oh, my pink couch. That she's like, like, okay. I mean, I don't know where you'd even put it. Yeah. I mean, I'm moving, which was kind of my thought process, but not, right. but then I was like, do I want to spend all this money to store these at my parents for four months to then have to like design around two chairs? Like, I just don't want to get a piece of furniture that I have to design around yet. Like that was so hard for you with your couch. It was at the so beginning. Like, couch. And so I was like, I feel like everything I have right now is like good and like goes together. And if I like want to get a new rug, like that's just one piece, but the like couch and chair and uh, other couch go together. Yeah. I would just wait um, yeah. until you like have a space and then can like whatever. Cause like maybe like based on whatever, like blue would look better in the living room. So then you can just like adapt to that. Yeah. Well, and like the, the piece of art that I got would look really good. Like I was thinking again, like a kitchen area where I put like a little dining room table, like it could be really cool there. And then I was thinking like worst case scenario, it'll go really well in my office, like at work. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So not like ideal. That's like the bottom of the rung, but I was like, it's not a wasted investment because yeah. one, like collecting art is so hard and like buying art. Yeah. So I was like, worst case, I get my first piece and then I never do anything with it. And I just remember that I bought it when I was 28 and It was my first big purchase after my birthday. There you go. It's got memories. Welcome to Single Best Scene. This week, we are covering season three and four of Outlander. Yes. The world's <laughs> dumbest show. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've got a whole microscope theory. Um, so just if you're tuning into just this one and you're like, what the fuck is Outlander? Um, after serve, I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you didn't know what the fuck Outlander was. <laughs> no, our friends love us. They listen. Really? Just like random. They have no context. I, yes people love done. that I at least so... for like a little bit and then they get sick of us <laughs> they're like no but bits and jokes I'm done <laughs> um okay so Outlander is about after serving as a British army nurse in World War II Claire Randall is enjoying a second honeymoon in Scotland with her husband Frank and in I-6 officer looking forward to a new career as an Oxford historian. Suddenly, Claire is transported back to 1743 and into the mysterious world where her freedom and life are threatened. To survive, she marries Jamie Fraser, a strapping Scott warrior with a complicated past and a disarming sense of humor. A passionate relationship ensues and Claire is caught between two vastly different men and two inharmonious lives. So that's mainly the season one synopsis but I will say like there are parts of it that are still very accurate by season three especially because season three is when we actually see the most of her life with Frank like we see the before times like before like the Mm -hmm. I mean the after but before 
times, right? We get to see her married to Frank and kind of what she's missing with, with Jamie. So I had a lot of feelings about the season three and four. And I will say for the first time in like my binging of Outlander, I am like chomping at the bit to start season five. Like, I think I finally, not like my, I didn't have to like buy in. Like, I don't have like a turning point for the season, whatever. Like I was bought in, in the early one, but like, it took me so long and you'll know, and I'm sure yell at me to watch season four, but I feel like by the end of season four, I was like, okay, I'm in this world. I love these people. Like I need to be with them. Mm-hmm. And of course now I have to like figure out how to get it. Like on stars. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I have to do what I did for AMC and start like paying $5 a month. But um, how did you feel? Just kind of like a general overview before we like jump in. Yeah. Um, I, about the, I mean, the second I chunk. I started watching three, like after two. Um, yeah. Because it wasn't until I got to three that I convinced you to cover it on the show um because mm-hmm. you were like somewhere in the middle of two and like didn't get out of France watching so I feel like I had to watch it enough like there had to be enough ground distance between that point and wherever to like decide that the show does like definitively get better mm-hmm. um, so I have watched it in like a really like hectic <laughs> instant away where I watched like the beginning of three like in January and then I watched four like I don't know sometime this spring and then like more recently like almost finished four but then like it was like kind of late at night when I was watching like probably like episodes like 9 10 11 or like 10 mm-hmm. 11 12 I guess and it was like eleven forty-five, and I was like okay well, like I could start the finale but like I should really go to bed. Like, I'm really tired. Like, whatever. Maddie's hasn't even started story yet. <laughs> Maddie so, won't stop bitching to me about slavery. Uh, so I'm gonna like I've got time. Plenty of time. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I don't know, like, and th- that was back in May. And yeah, it was definitely May when you were like, Maddie, just fucking like finish it. Yeah. And then like more recently, Maddie's like been catching up. So um been sending I actually, my text blasts. Yeah, I actually just watched the um, the finale today of four. So that's like somehow my favorite thing that you do, which is like I'll text you something, like you'll be like done. Like I knew you were done with Outlander. Like we went on a trip together where we talked yeah. about Outlander. We've talked about Outlander with other people. Like it's not like you and like it's not like some of the more obscure shows where it's like we nobody else was watching like elite or single parents even though I found a lot of people who watch elite now um really yeah Derek actually texted me like 20 minutes ago and he was like I'm downloading elite for my plane ride and I was like that is so bold of you like are you flying what private? like what the fuck <laughs> right like, he's like oh I didn't think of that I guess I need to like make sure I get a window seat I'm like I've heard season four is even raunchier than season like I've heard it just anyway he was like I'll let you know how it goes I was like good luck but um so whenever well, I, I took a drink to- listeners elite is mentioned on every oh. single episode of this podcast <laughs> yeah if you catch all our elite mentions you can get a sticker or a shout out on the show or come on the show and talk oh, about it please let us know yeah um on. but when I was texting you about the finale and you texted me back I was like that's so weird she's not responding she's for sure awake and then you texted me like an hour later and you're like I don't think I've seen this and I was like this is the second time this has happened where you've just like randomly oh, right one more just, like, and I think maybe because I keep 
like a stalker notebook of like where I am in every TV show. Have I showed you it? Yeah. My notebook of mm-hmm. things. So I always can like double check, but that made me laugh and was just very um, classic. So yeah. I mean, I knew I only had one left, but I didn't know that you were already like one Done. minute you're like starting four and the next minute you're like, so Ian and the Mohawk. <laughs> I'm like, did I miss something? Like, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that was better than the the Mad Men one where you had just missed like episode 11. Oh yeah. And I watched the rest and Mad you were like, wait, like, I don't that know. That was my about. fault. I really thought it would, I thought, I genuinely thought it. I was watching the finale and I was not of like whatever season. No, you like just missed like season five, episode 11, but you watched 12 and 13, like your Apple. Yeah, I had to skip it. the episode. I Like the biggest reason, episode of season five. I know, five. it wouldn't, like it wouldn't, it kept, this is when I was still watching with AMC. It kept yeah. kicking me off Um. of, yeah, it was like season four, episode 11, the episode where Peggy quits. Season five, yeah, yeah. I only watched the first like 10 minutes of it, I think. And, and like Joan does her whole thing. like The Jaguar, yeah. Yeah, like so much happened in that episode. And I just like, First of all, didn't realize I hadn't finished it and just started the next episode. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And then I tried to go back and watch it. Couldn't watch it. Just finished the rest of the whole show. And then uh-huh. finally got on my, because I bought the season, got on Apple, went back and watched it before we did the podcast in case, like, God forbid, I needed to, like, I missed something insignificant. But um, you had been texting me about the Bizu Bizu because yeah. that's in the premiere of six, mm-hmm. five. And I thought I was watching the premiere, but I was actually watching the finale. Finale of four. Because I kept being like, why is she not freaking the fuck out? Like, why is she not commenting on Don's soul leaving his body? And uh, then I I think then you texted me something about Carla, the maid. This is not a Mad Men podcast, but the maid. And I was yeah, like, oh, shit. I was like, she's not here yet. I was like, I'm glad I was super vague because the Bizu Bizu thing is like so shocking. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, I didn't even want to give like a clue, but then finally I was like, Megan's present. Do you remember Megan's present? And you're like, who? No, they just got engaged. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Thank God. I didn't say anything. Oh my God. I mean, I'm not sure if there's a way to ruin Bizu Bizu because it is truly something you just have to see. <laughs> it's also like, I have to imagine. So people talk about Mad Men all the time where it's like, that's a show like similar to like the book, The Great Gatsby, where it's like, you could watch it. And like, when you rewatch it, you'll just like pick up on different things. And so like, yeah. sometimes- if you're rewatch, you're like, Don's definitely the villain or like, I see him empathy in him or whatever. So like in rewatching that scene, I'm like, okay, it's like, I just like watch different people. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch like Pete and Trudy. Like, I'm like, I'm going to ignore everything else and just like watch them in the background. Like truly that is a scene that like, I'm, I feel so bad for that actress that that was kind of her big, like <laughs> introduction to like the Mad Men world. Cause like, she wasn't really in for all that much when yeah. he was like, I'm marrying my secretary. I was like, who? Right. Like your really? secretary died. Like, who are you marrying? Like, I was like, um, I just can't imagine having to do that scene like over and over and over and over and over again for like all the coverage. So oh man, that song would like just give, it still like makes me, oh like God. it lives rent free with me. Lol. But um, um, speaking of living rent free, yeah. let's go to Outlander. <laughs> so, Soph, what were some of your bits, jokes, quotes? All of the things. Sure. So do you want to um, flip-flop or aforement- go? I, I only have four. Okay. So I can just do them. Um, yeah, yeah. After I mentioned, I watched this really chaotically and I guess took no notes, which um, 
is surprising, not shocking. Um, but this also isn't like really a funny show. I literally Googled like Outlander jokes and they only had like 10 and it was from like seasons one through five and spoiler alert, none of them were actually funny. Like I would yeah. read it, I'm like, that's not funny. Like, I don't know what to tell you, like whatever. But um, Jamie fainting when he sees Claire <laughs> was funny. Yeah. Um, and that actually was on the list. So like, okay, they, they got one. They got me at one. Um, and then I just thought it was funny when Claire was performing surgery in the middle of a play in formal wear. Like, yeah, and George Washington was joke, there. But I thought it was funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then when Murtaugh shows back up, like he comes to Fraser's Ridge he, and he whistles Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy at Claire mm-hmm. so that she knows it's him. That was really more sweet than funny, but um, that was also listed on the, this um, website's list of jokes in Outlander, which it was not a joke, but whatever. It was It was cute. sweet, yeah. It made me smile. Like, I don't know. Um, and that's it. Okay. I have more than you. Okay, great. So some of, I just think, I think the thing that frustrates me about Outlander is sometimes they're so, um, like the thing I'm going to read is like four sentences, but it's just the last bit that's funny, but it like takes the buildup. But when Lord, I just fucking love Lord John. You will hear about my love of Lord John throughout, but whenever he's like, you don't have the warrant, then what do you have? Forgive me. You must excuse me. I found notes. Oh, yay. Um, let me skim through them. Keep going. Okay. Cause yeah, I was in the middle of that. You I, must I excuse his jokes and it's just like reaction shots. So it's mainly going to apply to B plot. So continue. Okay. I'm going to start over. So when Lord John says, you don't have a warrant, then what must, what do you have? Lieutenant Leonard, forgive me, Captain Leonard, you must excuse my unfamiliar, unfamiliarity yes. with the somewhat liberal practices of the Naval service Insofar yeah. as conferring rank is concerned, I'm afraid the army takes a somewhat more traditional stance in these matters, preferring to grant the title of command only when it has been earned. Like <laughs> that was funny. That was, it was funny. A long joke, but it was funny. <laughs> long joke, long setup, like long follow, but funny. Um, okay, so I will talk about the scene in great detail later in the episode, but when Marsley and Fergus get married and Father Fogden goes, him, are you sure he's missing a hand? Will the bride mine? And he, she goes, I will not. And he goes, don't suppose that's impotent. Not as though he's lost his cock. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I loved that scene. I will talk about it later. But, um, and then when Marsley like kind of meets Claire for the first time and she says, well, daddy may think you're a wise woman, but I still think you're a whore. <laughs> oh my God. I think the word whore when said with like a Scottish <laughs> accent is so funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I just add that to the list. Um, then pronouncing whore, whore. <laughs> um, that's like if I watch, and you told me this, and I think maybe it was like a mix of you and then me taking it on. But like, if I were to watch like more than three episodes, I would like dream in like a Denikens. Like yeah. I would start like dreaming in like, like Scottish Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, when Fergus yelled, "Milady does not know about your other wife," that made me laugh. <laughs> yes um roger when he says having me beaten almost to death and sold into slavery seemed a trifle extreme even for a woman with a hot temper that's pretty funny um 
when and then this like interaction was like less funny and more like history haha funny but when they're like all standing around at that play where Claire ends up performing surgery and mm-hmm. George Washington says I don't recall that battle I spent my youth in Virginia and Claire goes so confidently chopping down my cherry trees and then like everybody looks at her and she's like as that is what the youth in Virginia might do like <laughs> Like, like someone might hypothetically do, right? <laughs> I was like, I can't believe it's taken. Like when I was texting you about it, I was like, I'm really surprised it's taken <laughs> this long for Claire to kind of fuck up like that. Yeah. Like have fun losing this battle. I mean, winning this battle, guys. Like <laughs> you're doing um, luck. Yeah. Like you got it. <laughs> stay out of the east. <laughs> They're sleeping. Like make sure to like stay awake all night. I don't know. And then I have like three bits. Um, one was Jamie living in the brothel. I thought that was funny. Yes. I thought that oh, it was funny yeah. that he like acted surprised when Claire was like, we have to leave. Like we have mm-hmm. to move. And he was like, what? <laughs> um, oh and God, then, it's such a place to live. that was such a man's argument to me. When, and he was like, it's, it's affordable. free. Have- <laughs> like the landlord, the, uh, the, you know, rent agent or whatever. The landlord is really nice. <laughs> like, there is mm-hmm. a good food. And she's like, it's a fucking bravo. Yeah, like we have to fuck. We can't like, like also she got attacked within like 20 minutes of being there because Claire's the fucking worst. She's the worst. Well, we can get to it. Um, okay. So then I have two more. Claire's little survivor bit made me laugh. Maybe because I've been watching survivor, but they like played the same music that they play on survivor. <laughs> and I just kept being like, I spent a lot of three and four. Anytime Claire was on screen thinking like, is this worth it? Like you left air conditioning, you left toilet paper, you left, um, cars, you left planes, like you left all this stuff to get like lost in Jamaica. Like, why the fuck did you get on the boat? You idiot. Um, but I did think the survivor bit was funny and it, I kept thinking it was going to annoy me and it never did. Like, see, I kept hating. I hate when they're on the water. I'm like, no, I love them as pirates, which is one of my favorite B pods. I didn't love it the way you did. But I think I just like, I was so scarred by Once Upon a Time. So I really thought it was going to be Girl. like a Peter Pan situation. <laughs> and then the last one made me laugh so hard that I had to pause the TV and rewind it and watch it again. But it was <laughs> when Claire finds out that he was married to Larry, he, like just all of the chaos, like the girls calling him dad, Claire uh-huh. being like, you're a dad. And then Larry coming in and she's like, you're fucking married to Larry. Like okay. all of Leary the- having a fucking- mental breakdown was hysterical it was there was so much chaos in that scene and like and like the the fact of the matter that like Jamie was gonna tell her but like had it yet yeah and because I thought like they did and I'll talk about this in the the b plots and stuff but I thought they did a really good job of handling their time apart and I wasn't mad that he like married Learhe like I don't think I hated her the same way you did oh I hate her with a like the passion of like a thousand sons see I don't hate her they have made Jamie and Claire so epic to me that she, it's like the equivalent of like watching a seventh grade um, football team play like Tom Brady's team. Like I mean, to me, yeah, like she hasn't seen a chance. She, she's so I'm, spiteful. Yes. Yes. She's and so she spiteful. Up so often she's, she fucked up shit repeatedly in three and four. I just don't find her. Agent. She is, but like, I think sometimes that types of, that type of chaos to me is more fun than Claire repeatedly like getting lost or kidnapped. Well, like, no, I'll I Larry, about like, that in the other episode where I was like, how is that this entire show? It's just one rescuing the other one. 
which they backed off of on three and four thank god i don't know they didn't really claire willingly got on a boat yeah can we say before we get into heartbreak two of them spent more time together okay so you are a doctor right it's the 1940s or 1950s you're a doctor it's the 60s by the time she's the 60s she goes back in like 68 yeah so you know vaccinations work you're going back to a man who is basically nothing he has no immune system whatever and you steal like whatever she stole penicillin or whatever why (laughs) wouldn't you also just like grab him a bunch of like small pox vaccines and like tie like why wouldn't she also just like toss those in well it's possible that those diseases don't exist until but like they had typhoid like that's why that's why she take because when they split up I was like one your medical degree does not make you a superhero like you don't have to fix every problem like her stuck in her like fucking coat I'm like you're willingly get on getting on a boat and just like hoping that you're docking at the same place in Jamaica that was insane you traveled 200 years and left your 20 year old daughter because you love this man so much y'all were together for three episodes and you just like willingly got on a boat also like typhoid it still killed like all of these people I was so that's whenever I hit my like tipping point of like I fucking hate Claire like I I hate Claire I hate Claire too but like I don't know about I mean obviously there were diseases then and she definitely should have like gotten him vaccines for all of them but especially since she lived there for three years she could have like got all in the land like oh smallpox is an issue I mean grab one all she had to do was like do some fucking research it wasn't yeah like google like you couldn't like go to the library, get Even an encyclopedia like, and be like, typhoid started in 1680 in Scotland. I should probably grab one. Like when she decided to go back, like yeah, at that point, because I understand like, okay, the 20 years, 19 years before that, she like didn't think he'd survived Culloden, was depressed, yeah, yeah. et cetera. Like didn't want to think about it. Fine. Frank ref- restricted her, honestly, sure. rightfully. But like the minute that you realize he's alive and you just. Dis- are more importantly deciding to go back like bitch don't go back till you've read everything you can about what the fuck is happening in 1768 9 70 up until however long you think you're gonna live there because yeah. or like, like t- put an encyclopedia in your back like do she's something. carried a lot of shit with her i also thought it was so funny that she got together one outfit like she made one like survivors. Right. <laughs> I was like, what do you do when you get there? Like a color dream coat. Yeah. I was like, it's like just one rainbow. Probably could have brought a bag, bitch. Like, you know, like I don't, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, okay. So before we get into the, the B plots, good, bad, indifferent, I literally have a B plot category called good story, bad time. Where I was like, it's good for the yeah, story. But I personally, or yes, no, no. We're doing heartbreak, but I just said, like, before we get into those things. Well, and I have complaint corner. As yeah, I so that's okay. complaint corner. I have a uh, good story, bad time. <laughs> okay. What do you think is better than when I, like, pr- like do, like, a worst where I'm, like, rape? Yeah. Where I'm, like, I hate it, but, like, it produced a good right, right, right. thing. That's kind of this new category. But oh. so, okay. Season three and four definitely had its fair share of heartbreaks. Of course. There's no jokes. It's all just mainly yeah. sad. Just, it's just like emotion. It's just people staring at each other and yelling, Jamie. No, you mm-hmm. J- you did it better than me, but Claire's Jamie. Jamie! <laughs> I, I still can't do it. It's not, I, 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 I'm out of practice. It's the desperation Jamie. that we can't. Jamie! Jamie! <laughs> what is it? 
I don't know. Imagine being stranded from your lover. I can't hear it. <laughs> um, what was your heartbreak scene from three and four? Um, okay, so um, my number one is the just whole first half of the season four finale, um, but mainly leaving, having to leave Ian behind. Um, yeah. That was very sad for everybody involved. And I kept looking at Roger and being like, he is not worth it. <laughs> like, you know, I disagree. Hard to disagree. Claire's not worth it. Leave Claire. She's the only one there that I was like, you could leave. Seriously, you could leave Claire. But I was like, he's just. I love Roger. Ian. Ian for Ian Miller (laughs) for fucking like beat up like snarky like Roger who couldn't even like pass the the little test like. I just don't understand. Whatever. Anyway, so that was uh, great. Listeners, fun. please note Sophie's throwing basically a temper tantrum with her arms and <laughs> being very Literally. dramatic about. about um, and then, of course, like Murtaugh coming to the plantation and like being very confused about like what's going on with Brianna and like the marriage and also her sort of being alone and still having like kind of being in denial. I don't know, whatever. That was just like mess right and then my runner-up for um heartbreak scene is at the very beginning of three just like really seeing claire's like very loveless marriage with frank um was really tough and then um in the middle sort of slash sprinkled throughout is brianna's like general like resistance to roger loving her um which has really oh I think I don't think if I watched a show like even two years ago I would have like I would totally be team Brianna like I'd be like oh my god like mm-hmm. live your life like whatever like fuck this boy whatever mm-hmm. but at like my ripe old age of 28 where I'm like oh my god like I would cut off my arm for a husband I'm like oh, Brianna like this is as good as it gets like not even for a husband like the blind devotion to her like he loves right. her so much I oh. think that's where like <clears throat> I wouldn't settle for like a frank marriage at my current no. state but like the Roger of it all is so like well because there's a so like the you it's so young lovey right like it's so fresh everything like all their emotions are so at an 11 all the time and like that totally like I know is part of it and it's like nice to see something different than like Claire and Jamie which is like so like deep burning immersed it's like sexual like it's like the yeah it's like so so yeah 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 Um, yeah like passionate in a sexual way it was a different way yeah yeah, in like a young way whatever but um they gave Brianna and Roger that one like kind of slow sex scene and I was like okay but like this isn't what I want for them like I like their banter yeah no I agree like I still love their sexy like I'm not like a prude but like um I think it's funny that Brianna like the U.S. versus English 70s um yeah like yeah. the 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 way they converse is so like they think she's so like outspoken or whatever and she is but like that Roger loves her for it. it's like very right. Claire and Jamie but without the like I ha- I burn for you a la Bridgerton <laughs> truly yeah it's like sans the the burning part uh but yeah I mean I I we've talked about this off pod but her turning down his proposal 
is in okay wait we'll talk about that later let's we'll talk yeah. about that later okay. yeah i was gonna say what i have like a whole spiel i know what are your what's your heartbreak moments so i could not stop crying but mine was when bonnet robs claire and jamie in the season four opener with america the beautiful playing in the background I like couldn't stop crying. I think it was Katrina Balfe's best acting of the series. Like, and it was all silent, right? So it was just mm-hmm. reactions. But like, I watched it again, um, like on YouTube when I was prepping for this and cried again. Like there's something about the like desperation of her wanting to keep her rings and swallowing them and like just the actual fear. And like, I think Bonnet is such a good villain, like such a good villain. Love him. Terrifying. Villain. Like, terrifying and the fear and Claire and Jamie like I also thought they did a like a fairly good job of like setting it up without over setting it up because when I was like why is Jamie talking about money like Jamie's never cared about like Claire's never cared about money like I was like what is happening kind of like like, why I have not addressed it at all in a way that it took me a long time to realize that Jamie's family's rich yeah. Like so he's they're just like, like never... 1700s rich. It's never yeah. addressed like blatantly, but yeah, like they're rich. <laughs> um, so that scene, which I just think also like with America, the beautiful playing in the background, like as you know, being in America, I was like, oh, this was part of the like set. Like this is what people had to go through to make it so that like, I don't know. I got kind of like proud of America that we've come farther than that moment, you know, where I was like, okay, they're in North Carolina, whatever. And then the full circle storytelling. I mean, I think you and I joke a lot about how bad Outlander is. Yep. But when you watch it with a microscope, right? Like when you don't come up for air, it's really good. Yes. And I think I completely there are parts of it that are very well done. And I think the way they handled Bonnet was extremely smart because I think they over villainized uh, Blackjack and just kept having him pop up in season yeah. one and two. And I was like, how? Like, how yeah, does he just keep being sense. around? And so I think yeah. with Bonnet, only then showing up again when Brianna gets there yeah. and her rape scene with him, which was so sad. And I think they did. I think it was really smart that they didn't show it and they had us hear it with the other bar. Yeah. 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 Only for her to get her mom's ring back that like her mom doesn't want because of the bonnet connection. And like now Jamie's given her this new beautiful ring. So like for, for bonnet to have like accidentally, fucked this family so much and hurt this mm-hmm. family on such a deep level but like I think that's why I I think Bonnet's a better villain because it's it truly seems like he's like a Russian roulette of hurt like he doesn't give a shit yeah. like I don't think he was like really d- intending to be no. that bad to to like he didn't give a shit about Roger like he's it's not like fucking he, like sociopath like yeah he is just <laughs> like a like a full-blown <laughs> insane person yeah and so I think them telling the story Brianna connecting the dots first then Claire finding out keeping like I just thought like because I texted you early and I guess this is kind of getting into b-plots we can start over but like I texted you early when they got there and was like excited that they're all together because I was like okay it's taking Claire 13 episodes to mention that she misses her daughter like that seems wrong my mom calls me like 12 times a day um And so I was like, I'm just waiting for like one of them to get kidnapped. Like, I don't know which one, I don't know who, but like somehow Brianna and Roger are not going to have this like happily ever after in the 1700s. Like this is Outlander. And so I was expecting it to be something dumb. And so I think that Bonnet played a role in it 
so because I was like Roger's gonna get mixed in with Bonnet which he did and then Bonnet's gonna realize this and keep him hostage and Claire's gonna have to like I thought it was gonna be something like that but in turn for Jamie to mistake Roger as Bonnet so Bonnet was still in the Mohawks trade but like like I just was like oh shit like this is so much smarter than having Roger actually do something bad or actually do something dumb like Roger did not deserve the Mohawk thing which like is of course he didn't was a victim most of season four yes yes (laughs) emotionally physically (laughs) by people who loved him people who hated him people who didn't know who he was and so I think the bonnet through line was just like every time he showed up I knew I was going to be sad I just didn't know how or who yeah he's just like a like force of evil yeah and I um I just thought the writers did a really good job with that b plot throughout season four yeah of like not overusing him because I think you and I were texting where it was like he's gonna pop back up he's too hot to be a day player way too hot to only be in like Uh episodes like arguably he's the hottest person on this show like he's so hot. hotter than jamie because he's like 27 or whatever and like again didn't give him a like old-timey haircut like he literally looks like he came from la what like, is with jamie's weird haircut this season like it, it's like a mullet his like, wig was so, so bad. bad and then when willie so came bad. or william came in season four their little townhouse with lord john he also had a bad haircut and i was like i think we could have yeah. said that they were related without just terrible hairdressers yeah the wig person needs to be fired like it was so it was so bad I also will say because this is uh maybe in your complaint corner okay but- good news I just googled at least in season six um different wig looks a lot better okay <laughs> no bangs the bangs good. are gone can I say my favorite thing this is the, the last kind of random non-segmented Ooh, yeah, part really hot in season six (laughs) can I just say that the show is so you could think it's so good but I'm like the reason it doesn't want awards is because all they did for a 20-year tie jump was like give Claire a little bit of gray hair and Jamie glasses he wears every five episodes okay also five his new wig comes in five okay great um yeah you know what I mean like now and she has one gray gray hair like I'm like they didn't change anything else like her skin's still perfect her which like they were playing like I think right now they're both like 40 like 38 and 40 or something 39 they're playing more their age now I think yeah but like they should be like 55 so I just think it's like this is why Outlander doesn't win the awards (laughs) is because they're like no 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 like yeah they still have the sex drive of a 30 year old Mm -hmm. they still uh those gray hairs come and go um (laughs) still has like a rock and bod both of them he still like can fight like a warrior I forget every three episodes, I forget that they're supposed to be like have a 20 year old and met when they were like 25 and they're like definitely supposed to be 50. Yeah. And the JB will like pull up his little reading glasses and I'm like, oh, that's right. (laughs) Right, He's old. old. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just think it's so bold. Like I'm like, (laughs) and I was, I was looking up something online about it whenever I texted you about, cause I was trying to figure out Roger and so her name is Sophie in her life, but Roger and Brianna's ages. Uh-huh. And there was an article that was like, are Sophie and Sam dating like behind the scenes of Outlander? So like oh Jamie God, and yeah. whatever. And I was like, this wouldn't even be a rumored article if you made Jamie look like her dad. <laughs> like he looks too much like he could be her love interest. Yeah. Like when they stare at each other sometimes, I'm like, stop. 
yes like if you like, like just showed someone love her. a cast picture like headshots you there's no way you could put the right person with the right not person. even like, a cast picture a filming like a promo still like cast picture at least like sam does like hot with his like short hair and all that stuff and like katrina is gorgeous like all this to say is they like didn't try hard enough to like give them a wrinkle or like <laughs> even make a i think they made one comment where she was like my skin's softer than it was before and he was like you're perfect to me or whatever and i was like <laughs> except it's not like not. you're still like, also, like a victoria's secret supermodel correct and also like hate to break it to you but like you're pale like yeah there's no sunscreen like how well they gave it- her they gave her like sun damage when she you know got stranded in the right oh my god well, but the- it wasn't even sun damage it was a tan like she literally got bur- like yeah the spray tan girl came to set for a couple weeks like she yeah. wasn't like peeling like- I want to say that in the in the finale I noticed that she had like more color on her face like from the mohawk like the traveling from New sure. North Carolina uh-huh. to New York. Oh, sorry. Before we move on, that was also a funny moment. Whenever um, Roger gets to the reservation in mm-hmm. New York, and he's like, kind of asking around, trying to figure it out. And someone was like, "Where? Like, how did you get here?" And he was like, "Where are we?" And they were like, "New York." And he laughed like hysterically and was like, "Guess I walked." Like, yeah. Like, like how did you get here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like him realizing it was so funny to me because I was like, "Oh yeah." A month or two months ago, he was just like a guy who owned a car in Scotland. And now he's just walked from North Carolina to New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A short little jaunt. So I guess that's kind of getting into plots. So if, do you want to ping pong back and forth or yeah, how are you wanting to do it? Yeah, Mine are in loose order. Okay. So let's go best. You can go first. Okay. Jamie's horseback riding son. Love mm. that. Literally- Young William loved that journey for him um loved willie everything about it loved willie loved the little one night stand of it all loved mm-hmm. him like being back with working with the horses like this was a job that made sense to me um love that he like got to sort of be a dad um to a boy this mm-hmm. has this is the only son he has so like you know um and yeah just loved everything about this story I loved when it came back and like later when uh-huh. you got to meet him like again and like that whole bit of it all like just thoroughly enjoyed Willie completely agree to tack on to that I love Jamie's whole storyline at the Dunsays like his whole time being enslaved there I enjoyed and um it was nice to like tack on that I love Jamie's friendship with Lord John Okay. Yes. Although I, one of the things I wrote down was like the gay men, the closeted gay men being obsessed with Jamie is getting to be a little much because it does seem very like constant and like coming from everywhere all the time. And like the Lord John of it all is like, okay. But like, if he was the only one ever, but he's absolutely not like, yeah. The Lord John one seems like earned, right? Like I, yeah. I think like maybe his second appearance, like one, I love that he was the kid who saved them in season two. Right. And then like Lord circle John back around and like that just keeps, keeps on popping up. That. He yeah. is like their guardian angel. Yes. If Lord John yes. shows up, they get out of trouble. And I'm okay with it because it yes. it feels like after all this time of like, I kind of got confused with like Jamie's notoriety after Claire went back where it was like everyone knew him and he changed his name, but like not really enough. 
and like maybe right. cut your hair off. Like don't change your name. Like, I think there's a lot of Frasers. Like I was just kind of confused by that. And so it made sense to me that he eventually made a friend higher up and Lord John falling in love with him, like kind of happened slowly. And that I was like, there's no way. Well, hold on mate. Well, maybe it, you know what I mean? Like it kind of felt, um, and I ever, our listeners are going to scream at me. I only watched seven episodes, so I don't actually know, but like, it kind of felt how I felt watching the chess scenes in, um, Handmaid's Tale in season one, where I was like, she definitely hates Commander Waterford, but also enjoys this type of thing where I was like, uh, do you remember that? Like when June was playing like chess with the captain? Okay. It doesn't really matter, but like, I, um, I loved his son. I loved that, that, um, Lord John adopted him because you knew he would speak positively about Jamie. Yeah. Lord John is like the complete opposite of Captain Jack Randall. Yes. Like whenever Captain Jack showed up, chaos. Yeah. Bad. But whenever Lord John shows up, you're like, oh, thank God. And I actually felt as equally convicted, like conflicted as Jamie did when Murtaugh was like, fuck him. And Jamie was like, well, no, like he's my friend and like, he's proven to be loyal to me. So like, I can't just blindly defend the regulators because of this. And so I just um, loved everything about it. I also really liked that they gave Jamie a friend. Yes. Like an actual (laughs) real friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Back to you. Um, I know you didn't, but I loved them as pirates. I thought it was great. It was my turning point for, for season three when Ian gets kidnapped and they're like, well, we got to go. I was like, fuck yes. Like (laughs) we're going on an adventure. Uh (laughs) And I just thought they were like cute on their little boat. And I don't know. It was like a fun way to like move the, the set. Right. Like, I don't know how else we were going to get away from like the rolling green hills of Scotland. I know. I know. I, um, I agree. Like I didn't dislike it. I just, I had a really hard time buying into this love story that they had traveled 200 years together only for her to take the first opportunity to get on another fucking boat. Yeah. That's where I got annoyed. If they would have stayed together. I loved all of Jamie's little friends at sea. I like thought all that was very fun. Um, the Chinese man, I can't think of his name right now. Like loved all of that. Um, I just hate that then Claire got fucking missing again. No, I agree. That's because my second turning point for the season was when they just like happened to be on the same beach. Like them, them actually being separated was only two episodes. And so as soon as they had them back together with like basically zero, like ramifications or like there was no like grand scheme involved and they were just Uh like back together. And then honestly, they were together basically the rest, like, of three and four like I know when she went off chasing voluntary separation anymore after that I was like okay thank god like they're back together like we're not gonna have to keep doing this like Mm -hmm. again and again and again and so that was yeah when she like started to go off with the um the ghost of that Native American yes I was like for fuck's sake Claire like stay like I was so and I mean that was like a five minute scene but I was texting you like if she if this happens again like I'm quitting like I can't do this like this is exhausting and then you know she was like I found you and he's like I found you and she's like this Native American man brought me back to you I'm like I don't give a fuck about your love story like (laughs) um okay going back to my top as you said you love everything about Willie I love everything about young Ian yes if he was on screen I loved it I agree like without fail 
any plot that he was a part of my favorite uh-huh. I wish they would have made him hotter. I almost like, I think I like it more that I'm not attracted to him. <laughs> like, cause then I can just love him. Right. right. Because it's Fergus like he's my came back. Too. <laughs> yeah. Fergus came back looking so hot. I Googled it. He is our, yeah. he's like 30. So I'm okay saying that. Ooh. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? So I needed someone that I was not attracted to, but loved. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Me personally as a viewer. And I mean, I'm sure young Ian will get cuter. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming after he like becomes a Native American. <laughs> I saw a TikTok he did with the girl who plays Marsley, and I was like, "That's so cute." I that love these little like kids. So cute. Oh my. Um, gosh. I'm gonna say this because I don't think you feel the same way about it, but like I love Roger and Brianna. I loved watching their like little love story developing, and I put, I think I have a crush on Roger, and I wrote that on season three, episode like four, and I can confirm. Like by the end of four, I have a crush on Roger. Yeah, Roger. Um... Oh yeah, this is Fergus. I mean, you've already looked at that. So, oh yeah, no. I Googled him so quickly when I was like, I think I have a crush on him. And then I was like, please don't be 18. Please don't be 18. Please don't be 18. So hot. So hot. So hot. He's from um, So hot. Um, because I... I have, I loved Roger and Brianna. I never found Brianna annoying. I kept kind of waiting to. I also will say if you're listening to our podcast right now and you're like, I'm not watching the show because Claire and Jamie got separated at the end of two and I know they get back together and it's like not worth the wait. I also really enjoyed the like six episodes that they were a part. So I thought that Claire's storyline in the 60s, like 40s, 50s and 60s was really interesting. I really liked seeing her marriage and like see the justification to get her back to Jamie. Yeah. I also like found Jamie's storyline interesting, like the stuff mm-hmm. with Jenny and like his, like I already said, I like his storyline was more interesting. Yeah. Like, and then the president Claire's was one, mainly just sad, but it wasn't, I think because it was the close enough that I could, it was like Mad Men era. So it wasn't, if it, yeah. if her storyline would have been as boring as it was, but in the like 1800s, I would have tuned out. Like I would have been like, I can't fucking watch this. Yeah. But I think because there was enough pop culture references, like I knew the like the presidential candidates that they were talking about, like I knew enough. So take this as your uh, your time to go binge three and four because it really didn't feel that long, and it was it was yeah. good. I actually I really disliked. Sorry, the only episode that I did not like the episode where they got back together because it was so awkward and like long, and it took them forever to fucking say anything to each other, and like. I- and I hated the way it was filmed and I'm sure if you watched it week to week it was fine but like I stayed up way past my bedtime to watch it like she walks in the shop he faints and then it's the next episode starts at the beginning of his day and I was like for fuck's sake like just get together and then they get together and it's so awkward and they keep being like do you want me here I don't know like do you like of, of right. course I'm like, fucking this want- is not what us the viewers are here for like, we're not traveled through time for 200 years yeah yeah I think she wants you they yeah they it was that was that irritated the shit out of me I hated that I was like I'll watch another episode with her with Frank over this well no but yeah the way they handled it was like I and I know like they had to acknowledge the time but like why did they do it that way like I just like you've beat us over the head with the fact that the fucking soulmates like why is it so awkward? Your soulmates, we get it. Your soulmates, like the two it, love like, lines, like literally every other line. Like it was so frustrating. Um, 
back to, back to um, Claire's time in mm-hmm. the 60s, though, the one thing I did really like was the fact that they made her a surgeon. Like, that made sense. Okay. But I really liked her friendship with the Black Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very sweet and made a lot of sense. And... Yeah, like I, women and yeah, like yeah, the one woman and the, the one the black woman and the, the yeah, the minor, yeah, in a sea of white men at Harvard. Um, so yeah, I thought just thought that was cute. Um, Jenny being super annoyed when Claire came back, I loved that. Yes. I loved. <laughs> I would have been because see that that was the acknowledgement of time that I needed, the, mm-hmm. but that was it. I didn't need the two of them to like to acknowledge. They knew where the other one was, <laughs> right? And like, like I keep. I kept forgetting that like what exactly Jenny knew and but yeah but, her being like fuck you was crap. could have written a letter I was like right, yeah she was like they don't have letters where you went like also and she was like you're still our family like even if Jamie had died and like I I still think they should have told Jamie I still think they should have told Jenny and like when they I were basically so. like she's too dumb to get it I was like Jamie got it <laughs> Murtaugh got it like I don't think it's like yeah it's not rocket science it's just time travel and she like like she's also to show her a photograph like you brought back the pictures of Brianna like I think that's the proof you needed I don't know but I really love anytime Jenny's like scoffing at (laughs) Claire yes I agree and like Claire's like description of her was basically how you describe a narcissist which is like when they're like so warm when they're looking at you but when they pull focus it's like the coldest you've ever been when she was describing Jenny I was like no bitch that's just to you that's just you absolutely she saw her brother cry over and over and over again and like now you're just like here like popping back up like ready to go oh my god and like you have a daughter but like she's just in Boston so 200 years from now just in the future yeah. um so I also loved Galus um so much when she popped back up again I was like wow bitch welcome back from the dead because I 100% thought she was deceased um and mm-hmm. I am so glad she wasn't because what a redemption arc this girl got um amazing from the also that- to like trapping young Ian and like raping him I mean she really left no stone turn unturned with her resurgence on this show she caused more chaos in like four episodes or three episodes than anyone could have guessed like she also I love the the fact that she like doesn't get why Claire doesn't care more like she genuinely can't understand that Claire traveled for love she's like what are we gonna do about the the uprising yeah and Claire's like, what? Claire's like, I don't care. Like they lost Claude and they'll be fine. You know, they're fine. Like, or whatever. She's like, you've right. seen it. Like we can't, whatever. So that was funny to me. I also, I actually want to get your take on this. Cause I flipped back and forth in my head on whether I like liked it or hated it. But like, how do you feel about, cause I actually think this show falls into this weird category where it's not sci-fi because they only time travel like on this strict path and yada, yada, yada except they don't really follow it for everybody but Claire. Um, But then they'll do like random, like, I think there's just too many coincidences in the show. So like, how did you feel about the skull that um, Claire and her doctor in the 1960s looking at being Galus's that Claire murdered? 
I mean, I think that when we saw that, it was like such a like wink nod, like you're going to find, Claire is 100% going to know who this is at some point. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just felt like it was a little too like, why are they mailing it from this random It was a stretch. It just felt a little too, um, I don't know. I think they fall too hard into the coincidences too. Like sometimes I'm like, it doesn't have that, to that one close circle everything. It, yeah, it didn't, it could, it didn't need to be that way, but um, yeah, that was, that one was a stretch. My problem with Galus in the time travel thing and like, dear listeners, I'm sorry if we talked about this before, but I don't think we would have figured it out until we watched three because the math doesn't add up on Galus's time travel, which like, I know it's a time travel show. So we're like suspending like reality, whatever. But like, if we're all here to believe that like, okay, the facts in the new world in this world are that those rocks at Kregnadoon travel people back 200 years exactly mm-hmm. that's how claire can go with confidence that's how brianna and roger also went through with confidence otherwise yeah. if they didn't know because roger could have fucking ended up any fucking time yeah Payless does not go back at 20 years or, or at or 200, 200 years because she's she's there before claire is but right. traveled after she, claire she, right she leaves in the 60s and is in Ireland already or in Scotland already when Claire shows up because she in that 1743 right by the time that yeah. Claire got there so it's like it there's something about that that doesn't make any sense and her showing back up but really only her because they stuck with it with Roger and Brianna right okay so they stuck with it with Roger and Brianna however when Roger fast forward to the end of four when roger tells claire i can take her back to our time mm-hmm. her being brianna mm-hmm. because there's stones here somewhere between north somewhere carolina in north and carolina new york. yeah yeah between north carolina and new york i'm like bruh it you literally know how long it took you four months to look for it or like to walk this you're you're gonna think you're gonna remember whatever but like, I mean, Claire, like, obviously, like, talked him out of it. But like, who's to say that those stones are also going to send you guys 200 years in the future? future. Yeah. It just seems like such a risk that they don't that they did not in that moment acknowledge at all. Yeah. Um, because what if those stones take you 200 years back again? Or like, yeah. whatever the fuck, like, who knows? It's fucking. Yeah, it's like, how now. do you always get to go where you need to go? <laughs> Right. Like, like it's on a plane. You don't like buy a ticket right, to like right. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. I just thought it was weird that although she did bring up the whole like, I don't think you can go through like holding a child. Although I don't know why she would think that because at this point her child did go through on her own. So like one well, also Galus acknowledged the 200 year old baby. So it must yeah. be 200 years for everybody but Galus. Like it is a written well, no, fact. no, no, because because Galus knew the 200-year-old baby thing being specifically only Brianna. Okay, fair. In his little Benjamin Button riddle. That was funny when she yelled at him about it. Yeah. She's like, I'm asking you something and you're giving me a Benjamin Button <laughs> scenario. That was very funny. Um, yeah, because, I mean, did you get it right away? 
that she was talking about Brianna? The two um so I didn't get it when she said the fortune. I did get it when Galus yelled at him about it. Yeah. So the first time she said it, I was like, okay. No, I think I actually did get it right away. Yeah, I think I did. I think I did. Brianna, like, because I just didn't understand how it would I also don't understand what Galus's end goal is, is to like she still wants like the the battle of Claudin is over. So can they just like rebattle? Like that's where I was she kind of like. Wants Ireland she wants to be independent Scotland. again. Scotland, sorry. She wants Scotland to be an independent country again and not under the British rule. But like, what would Brianna do? I guess that's, so I heard that. And then I thought, what the fuck would Brianna do? If she was there? Well, <laughs> like, Jamie and Claire were there the whole time and it didn't stop Claudin. Yeah, it was like at the death of the 200 year old baby. This is when people who read the book are like, fucking read the book. They explain it in the book. For sure. And I actually listened to a podcast where it's like two hosts and one of them or both of them, I can't tell, has read the books. And so mm-hmm. they have like all this insider knowledge about all this shit. Like they mentioned about like the ring, like, cause I only listened to the three premiere episode and when the rings got taken and they're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like that ring Before. thing, like, it's obviously like so intentional that like the noticeable ring got taken, not the like generic ring, right? Like it wasn't Frank's like generic silver band. It was like Jamie's like gold, yeah. key ring is what got stolen so that like Brianna or like somebody else can like identify it later. And it's I'm funny. Like, yeah. Cause I was watching the opening credits for four um, cause I know they changed like just subtly. And so I just watch it on the first one and then I skip through because it's so long. It's so long. And when she was walking down the stairs, I was like, that's so interesting. I wonder if she finally took off the ring that Frank gave her because it like shows a picture of Claire's hand going down a stairwell, not wearing a ring. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept thinking like, oh, she's going to, but I, I remember explicitly saying like out loud, cause I just talked to myself when I watched this, like, huh, I wonder why she finally took the ring off. Yeah. I don't know. Like why after. Like now Frank's been dead. She didn't take the ring off. Like, why is she still wearing this ring? Um, and uh, so I don't know. We can keep moving, but yeah, the ring um, thing was definitely okay. so Murtaugh is back. That Murtaugh was is back. Yes. such a good plot. I was more excited for him to reunite with people than I was for Jamie and Claire to reunite. Like <laughs> every time he saw someone, I got butterflies. Like I loved it so I loved Murtaugh Same. so much. I loved his reveal. I loved that Ian like snapped at him. (laughs) Like I liked that it started with conflict. I liked that. I just loved everything about Murtaugh. I don't even care that he brought like the fucking regulators. I loved it so much. Same. I loved him coming back. Um, Speaking of people that were like back-ish, I loved Fergus and Marsley. Um, They were so so cute. I'm so glad Fergus like stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like stuck with Jamie, I guess, really. And um, Marsley really won me over. Same. Um, and they were just really sweet. I loved them. Yeah, I um, I was shocked at how much I liked them together, and that it wasn't. Um, they were so sweet. Um, and I love that they stayed in town. Like their whole thing made so much sense, right? Yeah, like they weren't too dependent on Claire and Jamie, but yeah. they also were. Right. And I loved. Um, their wedding yeah. scene and the Fraser name and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the hand fast between Brianna and Roger, I loved that really so much. Yeah. Oh my god, I was 
grimacing through that entire thing it like, was a little what? too long like I also was like why is he like I mean I guess he's a history major I don't know I loved it I I just loved the like I traveled 200 years for you of course I want to marry yeah. like I loved all of it yeah screw me I love love and I was uh, holding on tight to Roger and Brianna because Claire and Jamie weren't doing it for me oh oh my gosh I can't believe I almost forgot this I didn't write it down okay. let's talk about how fucking ridiculous it is just again back to the coincidences of it all Claire and Jamie have a 15 minute sex scene yeah maybe 14 minutes on that boat yes when she was drunk yeah and then there's a shipwreck Uh and then they float to land and land in Georgia okay also Jamie's saving her was totally insane I was like this too hard she was like 200 yards under the water yeah I was just when I was watching it I was like it's one of those things where I almost roll my eyes now and it's like let's see how they get out of this one like Mm -hmm. they make it that's what I'm saying. Like they touch on the supernatural in a way that I keep being like, are we in a snow globe? Like, is any of this real? Yes. Like, are, is, is like the series going to end with her, like closing a book and like putting her pen down. And it was all make-believe. Like <laughs> yeah. the fact that every single person on that ship that mattered survived. Cause I was worried yeah. that Ian was going to die yeah, or someone, you know, yeah. of course it wouldn't be fucking Jamie and Claire, but like when they just like w- washed up at sea, I was like, what? Like she was underwater for so long. They sold it. I and also she was dead. Like, <laughs> I was like, we've also watched the Titanic. Like you can't just always come back from that. No. They did the stakes too hard. I just, I, yeah. I almost rolled my eyes, but then I was like, well, they're in America. So let's like get going on this. Like I'm ready to go. Like had that not been the season finale, I would have been like, I'm not watching the fucking And again, episode. we're always glad when there is not um a wartime strategy needed to get them Mm -hmm. to be reunited and instead he just had to dive into the water you know yeah like the stakes were lower because she was just dead but but i don't know i i was just like the show is so fucking stupid like those are the moments that make me like hate it yeah same it's like this is too too far and it's like those are the things where it's like this is why i don't recommend that show this show to that many people because it's like season one didn't have these like over the top well, and thanks. Or they were just new. I think it was within the same episode where the show opens with her like deeply floating underwater and that horrible voiceover that nobody likes of Claire's voicing over whatever the fuck she's talking about. Mm-hmm. She's so we know that she's like, and then to have it, I was like, what? oh, when she like ponders the meaning of life. Yeah. And she was, well, she found us a meeting of life and was like, something about like the water swallowing her up yeah. or whatever. And I was like, is this a dream? Like, I couldn't, I it was so weird because I've never done that before. Can you imagine? That's what makes me think we're like in a storybook. Like, none of this is real. Can you, like, she's in a psych, like, Brianna's like checked her into a psych hospital. Like, she's not in a, like, Frank's still alive. He lied about his death and they like put her away and they're like living it up in Oxford. But like, when they're writing the show, they're not like, huh, three episodes ago, we had her in a shipwreck. Let's do it again. Round two, baby. Like she just <laughs> survived Jamaica by herself. Like she just ran into a priest. Like that's what I think like where I get like eye rolly. And I guess I'm like, I still have some more best, but like before I'm getting into like the worst, but like the, also the fact that the, in, like the Indian, the Native American that Jamie killed 
that was dressed up like a bear just happened to be the one Native American that they'd like exiled from their tribe. Like I was like, this fucking thing should just work out for them. Like, of course they do. Like, of course it's not going to be a big deal. Of course there's no consequences. Of course they're going to live in harmony. I thought that Claire was going to sign the land over to the Native Americans because we know we stole all of their land, but no, True. she just like medicine right. woman. She only has them. a problem with the slavers. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that she has a problem with is the slaves. Not the fact that we, that like her husband has like hundreds and hundreds or has all of these like 10 acres of land or whatever 100 was, acres like, absolutely taken from the native americans yeah and like no wonder and they're like we can't cross this line. like i don't know i kept waiting for her to be like well actually it, they were right. here first like i mean i guess she did it a few times like with the water and stuff but i will we'll go into worse for the racism um, stuff yeah i've got some more best i have I'll some more best too i just this, ranted i guess i should have mentioned in the jokes um when Claire and um and Claire and Jamie are talking about like the fact that I can't even remember now if they're talking about slavery or about the Native Americans whatever I think that she was talking about slavery though um because they were like debating whether they should leave or not I'm pretty sure the plantation that he'd been asked to run surprise oh jacosta yeah jacosta wasn't there um but her plantation yeah yeah. um and jamie and she and he was like well and she's like it's just so wrong it's so wrong whatever and he was like but you said like eventually like everyone's free and she's like well yeah and he was like so is it like better for them in the future and she just like stared off <laughs> not really and I uh, like, Outlander. it's because they're in scotland they can like poke fun at like how fucked up we are over here right i know right but i was like, like the whole thing. yeah no i'm like it got 10 degrees colder in here because of the shade like oh my god i died uh-huh. i was like that is brilliant like perfect timing like whoop way to like yeah elbow jab america because we deserve it i'm yeah, not saying we do america deserves it um the way sure. yeah but yeah. wow um okay so i really liked claire saving the ship from the disease that is one of my favorite episodes of the season actually um it was nice to see her in action and like her relationship with that little boy that ends up oh uh, yeah was, that like, was sweet so sweet and like her on and honestly maybe it was a little like pandemic like adjacent in the back of my mind because like her like 110% panic versus the ship captain who was like this is fake news basically Mm -hmm. um was just like very relatable in in the year of 2020 slash 2021 um and she was like no this shit is literally gonna kill you guys like you need to fucking listen to me Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and like this is how this spreads and like you've got to stop doing this shit um I just really enjoyed, I enjoyed her being the A plot of the episode in a way that didn't annoy me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she just like doing her thing. Um, and, okay, do you have another one? I have. Yeah, I have a few six, more. Six more. Okay, okay, your turn then. I don't have six more, but um, I loved the George Washington of it all. Yes. Very minor, but I loved that. Loved and George. then um, my next one that I guess is a little bit bigger is Roger's. 
the episode, and I guess maybe this was a little bit more A plot than B plot. I don't know, because it's Roger. I enjoyed the episode where the priest refused to baptize the I enjoyed that plot because one, it was like in one episode. Also, it was the most oh, fucking yeah. insane the thing I've ever prisoner. seen. Yeah, the other prisoner, Not but the like pilot or the premiere of four. Um, no, it was like the end of four. It was like season four, episode 10, maybe like the back half because Claire and Jamie were almost there and like, uh, Brianna, it might've been the same episode where Brianna went to see Bonnet in prison. I don't know. It was around that time, but, um, I liked that the priest, it was very, a very good, like cultural difference of like time where like Roger was like, just throw water on the baby and call it a day. And the priest was like, no, I can't like. I, I believe this on such a level that like at the beginning I was irritated. And Roger was like, they literally do not know. Yeah. Like just say something, like say Hail Mary, say like whatever. And the the priest like really refused to do it. Um, and then I, I thought it was a very smart way to have Roger describe like the, where I come from, there's a phrase, the like, look out for number one or whatever, where it's like putting yourself first with then having like these little flashbacks to all of the times that he's done something idiotic for Brianna mm-hmm. and being like, okay, so you're judging this man for doing, for holding it for his beliefs at the same time that you're literally locked in <laughs> on a reservation, getting tortured mm-hmm. for a woman who in your mind did this. And also, cause that's in the episode where he's like, I'm pretty sure her father is the reason I'm here where he like realizes that that was Jamie. Uh-huh. Um, so I just really enjoyed the storytelling of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's whole plot was really good. <laughs> and like him going up in flames and Roger running back. Cause in my head, I was like, what the fuck is Roger going to do? Yeah. And so I didn't even Always think about him breeze. killing him faster, like the whatever. And then that woman putting the baby down and jumping in the flames with him. I was like, this show is fucking insane. So good. Like that episode, I was like, this show's good. And then I'm sure the next episode, I was like, the show's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, probably within that same episode, I was like, shit, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I loved that. And I didn't think I would at the beginning of it. Yeah. Speaking of Roger, um, Roger and Bree's trip to the Scottish festival in the 1960s, mm-hmm. um, I thought was super cute. Of course, it does absolutely torpedo as any good plot does in, in Outlander. Um, but the setup was very cute and it was sort of, really funny to me to see how because it is so relatable like as an American like we all know like in elementary school like you talk about like oh like where's your family from like blah Mm -hmm. blah blah you do like the whatever heritage family tree like everyone in the U.S. knows like oh yeah like originally my family's from Germany or whatever Mm -hmm. and that is specifically an American thing other countries don't do it they don't talk about it yes and other people will call americans out for caring about this when they're like no i'm just french like that's it like whatever like (laughs) like i'm also french they're like no you're literally not (laughs) right it's like no like like my uh i was born in iran and like whatever but like who cares like nobody ever asks right like i'm just french like whatever yeah and there's like pros and cons to that because like the plus side is like, okay, great. Everyone's French, but the con is like, you can only be French. Like you can't, like you mm-hmm. can't be from somewhere else because that's then you're like othering whatever. But anyway, um, 
it is so funny to see even in the 60s like the little like watered down like Scottish like the clan calling and like all this like very kitschy like um you know like Americanized Americanized, like heritage grasping right like that we do like even still and to just have that juxtaposed with like of course this whole entire show is like basically shot in like the 1700s which like is when all this shit was going on for Mm -hmm. real like history documentary level and then like just to see the like dumbass Americans like with their little plaid kilts for the weekend flower crowns you're like oh my god we're so fucking stupid like yeah (laughs) I loved that yeah I just like loved all of that Mm -hmm. and I love that Roger could sing that was so oh yes I fell madly in love with him in that episode that was my like seal the deal where I was like yep I'm in that's what I was texting you and I think you said back like yeah I've been trying to get you to watch this like (laughs) yeah like just watch it good um, I already said it, so I'm gonna say it quickly, but the misunderstanding of Roger being bonnet yes. was uh, good. It was a good plot. Like yeah, it was, it was irritating, but it gave them something to do. Yeah. Um I'm glad that Murtaugh is the one that's on the run now, just speaking to like mm-hmm. the very end of four, because it's always been Jamie. And yeah. <laughs> so it's nice that it's not. Yeah, hundred percent. Agreed. Like, just that. Um, Brianna was so much less annoying at Aunt Jocasta's than um, Claire was. And I actually enjoyed her yeah. little random dinner where she like made everybody do her like intro to psych. Uh, we were in the forest with. I liked that dinner. It was very funny because yes. like she doesn't, it seems like Brianna's like 1970s compared. You know how like it's like a, people always talk about like the generational. Uh-huh. The way like we talk to our parents in a way our parents would never talk to their parents and their parents would never even dream to talk whatever and uh-huh. I think it's very apparent between Claire and um Brianna in some of these instances because do you hear this motorcycle a little bit it's insane it like sounds like it's in my apartment um but the way that Claire I think even in not understanding those the world that she fell into by nature was just a little bit quieter whereas Brianna like just talks back to everybody like she has no she's like sure let's play a game who are you in a forest with and okay so that means you're lying to your mother okay bye <laughs> like I'm done like she like didn't even do it like softly she was like and that's it like I'm out I'm not gonna marry anybody here and um I don't care and you can tell everybody to fuck off whereas like Claire was like fuck I have to get married to someone here yeah okay and so like even Brianna being like Lord John you're gonna marry me I know you're gay so we're not actually gonna get married and like I get it yeah this is great yeah, I loved her little agreement with Lord John. That was very, like, cute, whatever. I like um, that he was in on it, too. Yes, like, I did, like, yes. also when she was trying to blackmail him, and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he was like, stop Like, it. you're getting nowhere? So, like, this is embarrassing. Like, your mom <laughs> like, knows, your dad knows. Like, you're embarrassing yourself. You're being embarrassing right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I liked, because I was worried that she was going to do it, and he was going to marry her for, like, some sort of... Sure proxy and then reason. roger was going to pop back up and it was going to that was going to be conflict yeah. and so i liked oh, that they were just like you know, yeah. true i was uh, like also is she going to know that her brother is now her son if she does marry lord john like nobody's told her that willie is, or william is right <laughs> is jamie's just that that's, anyway i only have two more so i don't know how many more you have so. yeah, that's fine oh jacosta and murtaugh hooking up like wow okay honestly and i got the the vibe from them before in the conversation 
So like, like I can't remember what the I lines s- were, but like something shifted like real quick. And I was like, wait a second. Yes. Yes. There wait was like a second. shift when they were drink like when she because she was like, You're gonna have to leave. I know you're on the run. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Okay, she hates him. Like mm-hmm. she's doing this as a favor, she wants him gone. And then yeah, you're right. There was like some mood shift where I was like, huh? It's like we Okay. And then when they were in bed together, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, yes. yes. I was like, go Jocasta. Like, get it. Cause I also, so actually I will say I didn't pick up on it right away because when, when Brianna was like snooping mm-hmm. through the house, when she caught Lord John sleeping with that random other guy, I don't know who it was. I for sure thought Jocasta was going to be sleeping with her slave. Like her. Yes. 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 I, like, can't remember I, his name is. Yeah. I don't know his name either, but, um, so I, I think after I was like, so dis- like, so wrong, so wrong in that area, I just like, didn't project any sexual chemistry onto Jocasta. Sure. And then I was completely run off. Like, and also like her panic when I want their backstory. I hope they're in season five because yes. her oh panic God. when they showed up just asking Jamie, but because he has to like serve in the army, but they thought uh, he was, they were there for Murtaugh uh-huh. and her panic in her face when he like had to run downstairs. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> she loves him. Yeah, like she wants him to stay, and I, I they made that. him look older. I'm like, yes, <laughs> they could have given Jamie like something or him yeah. less, right? I don't know, fuck. I don't but, know, whatever. I was also like, did they hook up before? Now I want the whole Murtaugh and I know the backstory. I have so many questions. And then my last one is, um, oh, okay, Rod- I think it's when she was like, I ne- like, I always thought you were annoying or something like that. Yeah, yeah, when she's when there was like, started, like, when you're like, wait, but you don't like this is that like set like pre, like fake fighting yes. right like this is yes. like there's like a hate mass hate fuck thing that's about to happen yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah where it was like because they were talking about how hit her sister like jamie's mom always uh-huh. did all stuff and so i almost thought they were going to make it so that like is murtaugh actually jamie's dad you know what i mean like is this like because yeah. he was always in love with her whatever um and then yeah i agree it like flipped and i was like what i don't hate it nope not mad not not at all um and then yeah my last one was roger's rescue and like ian being a man and like yeah. turning himself in granted i didn't want it to happen no but but i loved it and it made sense and yeah. then they did a little bit of mulan where it was like you've always wanted me to be a man and i was like we're yeah. gonna go into the song there was some mulan <laughs> action there um yeah and i love that he did pass the um yes the ma- and they were like you're one of us test, the gauntlet test Mm-hmm. um that was really cute and he was like so happy and I have expected them to start chatting like one of us one of us um but yeah that was great and like gives me hope that he's gonna be just fine unlike uh poor little Raj um trying to escape at one point it, I'm like you're a fucking history professor sir what makes you me- <laughs> the mohawk they bought him like the Mohawks, like Ian sold him. This uh-huh. kind of goes into my like good story. So but I, like, I wrote that down as like something I thought was funny in my notes. <laughs> so they sold him, but then inexplicably funny and got a necklace. I'm like, lol. <laughs> and the necklace was so ugly. But then the Mohawks did nothing with Roger. I was like, why do you just want another person? I don't know. Were they intending to do something with him? Unclear. I don't know. 
those are all of mine. Are you done with your goods and to the bats? Um, yeah, some of those we had the same. Um, I gagged when we saw the huge house that Jamie built, right? Because like we see him like, yes. it's, like work, work, like it's like stripping the wood. It's like such like minuscule tasks, right? Like, and it, it felt like we got so much B-roll of that, right? Like so much just mm-hmm. like working and then we got the foundation but it's just like a couple of planks and he does the cute little like carry my wife over the door like threshold thing I almost texted you like they have all this land why are they making such a small house right and the next thing we know is like boom huge ass very nice lodge yeah oh my god yeah um although again very confusing Claire has come from the future where they've invented um indoor plumbing so could you not have read up a little bit on how that worked? Like, no, of I don't not, know. Sophie, just, just she did thought. nothing. She no, did nothing. Do you know what? Now. You reminded me of another thing I liked or found compelling, which was that Frank knew that Claire went back and died before yep. he died. Yes. I liked that. Me too. I was like, oh, okay. I now wish that we could go back and talk to Frank and yes. like get his take on it because I have questions for Frank. I did think it was really bold. Like I'm close with my dad, but if my dad was in like a drunken stupor and mad, I don't think I'd be like, you can tell me anything. Cause you can't like parents shouldn't be telling their kids everything. Like that's no. a lot of, pre- like, that's a lot of They're stuff not to put friends. on. Your parents yeah, you're not, your parents are not your friends, especially when you're 19. And so when, when he was all being snippy with her, I was okay with it. I liked their relationship. I thought it was, yeah. it was good, but I also, I did like that he in some twisted way, like, cause of course, when he asks for the divorce and says he wants to take Brown at Oxford at the beginning of three, you're like, kind of like, what an asshole, like, like yeah. you're kind of on Claire's side a little bit. And then for him to know, like, maybe his thought process was like, if we leave, she'll go back. Like she's going to do it anyway. Right. Like she hasn't given up hope. And I think, yeah. I don't know. I liked that. I really enjoyed the reveal that Frank was a little bit more in on it than, and I, I liked it for Brianna too. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay. That's all I have. Other than like the medicine box was like very cute and apparently is like relevant later, according to the podcast girls. So oh, good. Good to know. But it was nice that he bought her that little gift and her new ring is very beautiful. So the new ring is beautiful and I like that Murtaugh made it yeah very sweet so sentimental um okay worst so number one I've got Leary obviously I just fucking hate her we don't need to we don't need to circle back she's a chaos agent um it was hilarious how long Brianna was in her house before she like (laughs) conducted the goddamn dots also that like Brianna just like went in someone's home yo she just both um, I would be like, okay, I'm, I'm landing in Scotland. I need to get to North Carolina. How do I do that? Not just like walking around fucking aimlessly. I mean, she would, I was like, this is stupid. And then when they just had Roger, just like get on a boat, I was like, thank God. Yeah. I, was like, so I don't need to see Roger struggle. Struggle. Right. And like, honestly, Brian, I'm like, you are a, just as bad of a time traveler as your mother, which is another just like general complaint I have about the show is how fucking bad at time travel Claire is like, she I know we've talked about how she says less than Brianna, which like, sure. But Brianna is also just like smarter, right? Yeah. Like Brianna's not trying to like cancel slavery in <laughs> 17, like, like she's not like, she's like, it is what it oh. is. Um, but that was insane when they had Claire do that. I was like, that was my worst. That was my only, what? I had two worst, but number one was the racism in the first two episodes because they handled it, I think, 
so I didn't enjoy the way it was handled, right? Like they over glorified the kind of like white slavery part of it. Mm -hmm. And then like Claire's like white savior complex of like, well, because also what you could do is because like also then in like it was so fucking sad whenever the guy she like saves him to kill him because the the black family it was like i mean i said this so sad i think i already said this to you but like it felt a lot like that stupid pod i mean that good podcast was whatever with the nice white parents where it was like she was trying to do a good thing but like didn't actually ask anybody who lived in that time like what would help you right no like what would help is probably you can come live on land. We'll pay you a livable wage. Like you pay rent, you will be a normal tenant. Right. And like, or, yeah, you might have, like, I don't know. Like you, Claire knows that like she traveled back in time when MLK was like writing a letter from Birmingham. Like she knows it's not good. Like no. she, I mean, granted it's better than being owned, but like start, I think like if you start treating them like people and speaking to them like people, like it like, just was right, like, like she she was still in 1968 in her head and like as if they were also on that level of like well understanding we'll just, we'll just get them up to 18 or 1968 and that'll solve everything it's like no right. no, no no go talk to george washington and just i mean sure or whatever or like ask like there's other stuff you can do that can like mm-hmm. mitigate the situation without like basically insulting everyone at a dinner party and being like fuck slavery like yeah well that also, is it, not how you do it it is like fuck slavery but it's like use your white privilege differently like don't fuck the right. slaves like in doing what she was doing she was putting them in danger yeah go sure. I mean, literally get in- on the dining room table i was like get invited to like a hangout with Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. And when they propose that slaves are three fifths of a person, be like, mm, maybe not. Maybe Just they're a whole person. Like, right. go use your privilege, go that way instead of I being mean, like, I'm going to fix one plantation. Because also, one if, we've learned, I mean, if we've learned anything from Juneteenth, it's not even like the slaves are free and then everything was good. It's like, make it right. so that it's like the same thing where like, to read, like, bitch, there's so much stuff you can do. I saw um, like a TikTok that was like, cool, great. Now everybody has off for Juneteenth. That's a federal holiday, but like we still don't have any of the stuff we ask. Like there's still an anti-lynching bill that hasn't been passed. There's still like a black hate law that hasn't been passed. So it's like, but glad we all have off for this federal holiday. That's kind of what Claire feels like to me where it's, and I don't know if I wouldn't have watched it in this year if I would feel this way about it. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, obviously this is like a very heightened topic and that like, we can't fix- like it's so institutional and so I think when I'm watching it I'm just like you're at the fucking beginning like we're trying to undo this stuff you're at the beginning like fix it from the start yeah it's like go right so frustrating because and that's I texted you once that I was like it's actually insane to me that Jamie listens to Claire at all regardless of what time she said like the fact that she demands and gets so much respect in the 1700s much less than 2021 is mind boggling to me. Yeah, I agree. Like even a present day husband would be like, all right. Can you just, can you just shut the fuck up for a second? (laughs) Like, like, hang on. Maybe wait till it's just you and I, and we'll talk through this instead of like almost getting me arrested. What yet again, right. Or getting my like grandmother killed or my green aunt killed because now it's a 
white slave owner fighting grounds that we're in the middle of and you don't give a shit but i'm There's the one who has really to fight. Like an angry mob i just think it's insane that he is yeah. always like claire's right like always it's frustrating anyway sorry i went off on your tangent but the no, racism was the I mean, it yeah it was just frustrating how they handled it like i'm glad they addressed it because mm-hmm. they did go to america when their slavery was absolutely a thing but claire the claire of it all was just yeah it just um, i don't it just felt it just felt like i'm better than you but i can't actually tell you why yeah exactly Her um how did you feel about lizzie brianna's little handmaid she was fine i kept waiting for ian to just like madly hit on her since he had been so horny for anyone Same. and then nothing she ever happened there he was super cute yet nothing happened. i know i was like guys also, we're missing we didn't see her at all in the finale like did she not go with with Brie to, to Aunt Take Jocasta's? The baby? Yeah. yeah. We, she literally wasn't in that episode at all. Mm. So, I don't know. Um, because if there's one thing we've learned from this show, any character who departs, it just means they're, like, in the wings mm-hmm. until they reappear, like, mm-hmm. in a grand re-entrance. So, Ian will be back. Um, For sure. So I assumed, like, she would, whatever the two of them would realize, whatever, but... I don't know. Well, honestly, um, knowing the show, Ian will come back and be like, I'm back for Lizzie. And everybody will be like, what? He's like, Lizzie is the love of my life. I haven't stopped uh-huh. thinking about her. And we'll be like, I, I, I walked all did. the way from New York. Yeah, I guess they did walk to a stable together. So, yeah. Um, but uh, next I have Jamie's wig. We've already talked about it. We don't need to circle back, but truly the worst. Um, and then lastly, I have Bree during turning down that initial proposal in the 60s yeah. to Roger. So my like one minute rant about this is a rant I've had before on this show, re Maisel, where I'm like, I understand that like we're like writing and reading this and watching this now on TV in, you know, 20 something, right? And like women can choose to marry people and it's fine but Mm -hmm. like her turning down she is an orphan Mm -hmm. is like maybe 22 i think she's 23 yeah Uh, right 22 23 whatever like i her parents weren't like rich and i don't think she's graduated college yet and this guy who she does love Mm -hmm. and who loves her is like wants to marry her and she says no like I do understand that like they went from like just friends to like one kiss and then like marriage in one episode which Mm -hmm. would be a lot but for her to just like knee jerk and be like no way I was like okay really like really I just I don't know I was like ugh so I have out like our text from when the scene was happening. Like I typed uh-huh. out our conversation and there was a point where it was like, he, her excuse to saying no was that her mom got married and then found her soulmate. <laughs> and you're like, wait. So you'll never get married? Right? You don't like- believe in marriage or you think you'll find someone better than Roger. Right. It doesn't make any sense. I just don't. Also, her mom, like, also that proposal was romantic as hell. Of it. 
I'm like, this is in what you're using a story of a woman who's time traveled. Okay. Like you should not use that as your like meter. That's the other thing I texted you where it said, um, he excused he her. Oh, wait, hold on. You won't find anyone better than Roger who gave you a French love bracelet and helped your mom try time travel without committing her to an institution. Right. I stand by it. Granted that French love bracelet saying, I love you a little, a lot, passionately, not at all was so, I loved it so much. And then also pretty much his like journey, the rest of season four, where he would like each episode, I feel like go through that cycle. Like it's Uh like a circle. Like he would be like, I don't love you at all. I'm going to leave. Okay. Wait, I love you a lot. Okay. Wait, I like you a little. Okay. Wait, no, I fucking hate you. I want to leave. Like he, he like kind of lives in that little French poem. He really does lives in it. Um, (laughs) you texted me. Well, I said, I have a crush on Roger. The rest of the season might emotionally be tough on me. Brianna said no to marriage. I was screaming. Yes. These women kill me. I love him. And you said, I mean, it killed me, but I was also like, wow, Maddie will lose it. (laughs) (laughs) When I was watching it, I was like, Matt, this is going to crush Maddie. When he was like, you won't marry me, but like, you'll fuck me. I was like, this is so brutal. That was amazing. I was like, if you don't care to marry me, I don't care to bed you. And he was like, I could have had you a bunch this summer. I was like, okay, Roger, pull back. I'm still rooting for you, but pull back. He took it too far. He he crossed the line. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And I think that Brianna, it was like a very, I mean, I guess good, bad, indifferent. I don't know um, what happens when you're raised in a loveless marriage. She has no clue. Yeah. She has no like touch point. Um, That was a hard one for me though. Yeah. That scene. Um, I, so I think that that's all I have for worse. Although um, there was just sort of like, you, how about you do your worst and then I'll add and then I'll just add this to confusion corner um yeah so although gonna, I did write Brianna and Roger's whole relationship is just so fucking dramatic yeah um, it was so I have worse and then like good story bad time which is they're the same plot but the bonnet rape of Brianna but specifically the way that Jamie handled it okay where I went back and forth oh, on whether, like, when he, yeah. like, attacked her and then, because she was like, it's my like, fault, I did point. this, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and then he attacked her. I was like, I just don't think that that's, like, an appropriate way to handle this and, like, actually probably could have been really triggering to anybody watching it mm-hmm. Um, to, like, prove then again that you're helpless. helpless. I, I don't think was necessary to prove that you were helpless the first time. No, but, like, because she was, he was trying, like, to get her to stop blaming herself. Yeah. And then I didn't think it was super necessary and it was good story, bad time for me that the entire time that the stakes were so high for Jamie to get Roger back because, because Brianna had said like, you're not my father. My father would never speak to you that way. Cause he got kind of slut shamey whenever he got confused that Roger and Bonnet weren't the same person uh-huh. whenever like he thought Roger raped her. And she's like, well, then it wasn't rape because you love him. And like, before he knew and yeah. she was like, the my father would never speak to me this way. You're just a savage. Yeah, but like- Like him, that was hard for me, but like it was a good story. Yeah, but like Jamie being slut-shamey was like correct for yes, the time. for the time, for the time. That's what I'm saying. Good story, bad time. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I, mean, I like, didn't enjoy it, but I understood it. <laughs> not great, right, obviously. But like, yeah, that was, honestly, I was like, okay, finally, he's like acting his era. Like yeah. instead of just being like the wokest husband in 1768 yeah. on earth, like whatever. Um, yeah. 
yeah not great but um necessary I also didn't really love the scenes that were just the two of them because again I felt like they were a little too close in age like I was very close to being like oh I'm uncomfortable and and Jamie uh, Jamie same okay although I did write down um can you imagine like meeting your dad for the first time and he's like hot as fuck? No, like, that would be so fucking confusing. What would you even like? Do? That would that would be like what? Like, I like, would be like, I get it, mom. Like, I guess I get why you left me. Right. Also, like, that Brianna never said like, like, hey, like, look, like your dad's not your real dad, and like this super hot, tall Scottish man is your real dad. I'd be like. Yeah. Are we sure? Can we double check? Like, yeah, I because I think Brianna was way too chill with the fact that her mom left her. And I think that Claire and Jamie were way too chill that everybody time traveled. And I hope in your confusion corner, how the fuck did Roger time travel? What is the, how do you just have to have a gym? (laughs) Like, how does he hear the buzzing? And Jamie didn't hear the buzzing. Like, I thought maybe it was like a genetic thing. And so that's like because. Because Brianna time traveled with Claire in her stomach, that that's how she could time travel. But how the fuck does Roger time travel? Remember? Galus? So do you think that Roger killed someone? No. No, no, no. Galus, Roger is Galus's baby's like Uh, great, 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 great great grandchild. I didn't know that till this moment. Didn't know that till this moment. So they explain it at some point. I think no, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I did not think that that little when annoying they, boy. When Claire finds out that he's a Mackenzie, it she's like, flashed, like, yeah, who? And he says some random couple's name, and she was like, "Oh my god, that's yes. who they gave the baby to." Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all coming back to me now. All la Celine Dion. It's coming back. But yeah, but I didn't no. fully get how Roger was just like, "I'm through the stones." <laughs> right so Claire had like headaches so confident he's like I gotta do it and his like sister was like all right like also I did love I guess that was kind of a joke when she was like um like where's Brianna and he was like she went to see her mom and she was like in the 1700s she's like these walls are thick like then y'all talk a lot yeah like everyone's so chill with time travel very chill except Jenny Jenny would lose her mind apparently except for jenny right camp jenny's the only one who can't know and i want ian to know same I want and fergus i want everyone to know let's be <laughs> who cares at this point let's just fucking tell everyone um, my last one is just relationships and we can talk about that after okay. confusion corner. um so that weren't my favorite these are just like okay sorry we're gonna hit some general notes for a second um Brianna wandering around the Scottish Highlands with a paper map is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Hated it so much. <laughs> Horrible time traveler. Um, and then I said Roger too. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm dead that Roger is the best time traveler in this group. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, yeah, seeing Brianna in the like forest or whatever, like after she get you know, back at Fraser's Ridge or whatever, like, you know, farming and stuff i was like huh so she just fucking lives here now huh yeah like this is just it (laughs) okay um i can't believe neither one of like roger and brianna i kept being like yeah you would in a normal situation go back to your life right the fact that they were so convinced that the other one hadn't traveled back through the stones was mind-blowing to me i know i can't Um, even get a boy to break up with me 
That guy never texted me back. <laughs> Whoa. He doesn't deserve it. Um, so, okay, there's one episode, which I guess is the episode that Brianna goes back. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this is all in one episode, but that's how this show is. Maybe it's the second episode that she was back. She's Whatever. back for two episodes because it's like one episode all at Leary's and then one episode her right. traveling to Wilmington and then like She's running in America, Jane. I think, in this episode. So it was her second episode back in like the 1700s. Right. Okay. Oh, it's it. Well, it's the one where her and where um, she sees Roger. Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So in this one episode, and I still can't figure out why they juxtapose all of these. There was a hundred plots in this episode. <laughs> Number one, Brianna and Roger find each other mm-hmm. and get married. Get married and have and sex for the first time. Have sex and have a huge fight. Uh huh. Then break up. And then, and then also she gets raped. <laughs> she gets raped by Roger's captain. Yeah. Also in this episode, Fergus is back. Fergus and Marsley, like they're around and they, yep. like, he's trying to get Murtaugh. Like Marsley is like pulling the strings with Murtaugh to be like, Fergus needs to have some purpose. And like, he wants to like be part of the boys club. So like, can you please ask him to join your like revolution? So that's happening. That happens later. I think that all of this stuff happened whilst Claire was doing surgery on at yes. the play. Okay, so the next thing is... So, no, no, sorry. That stuff happened. That happened later. What uh, Fergus's storyline is that he gets... Jamie sends him out to warn... No, but he was in the episode before. Maybe yes. he was just, like, around. I think they visited the baby. That's when they met Jermaine for the first time. Because Claire yeah. and Jamie come to Wilmington. Right, because right, Claire and Jamie are in Wilmington, too. Right. And then they so, go to this play. But they hadn't... Fergus and Marsley, like, hadn't been in this season really no. yet. Yeah, so, not okay. since like the Fergus. first episode. And also like, right, Fergus is like wanting to help or whatever. Then Murtaugh, the Murtaugh trap. So yes, that's where Fergus helps Claire out. Claire and Jamie plot starts off with them going to this fancy play and finding it was out- an insane episode. It's an insane episode and finding out that like they're gonna like a trap and like Murtaugh- They're gonna arrest all of the blah, people. Blah, blah, blah. Right, so they have Fergus go- Mm-hmm. and we also i write george washington three question marks <laughs> george washington for the first time and so then i'm like okay well what the fuck is happening right now like yeah i just met fucking george washington brianna's getting raped in the next season like what is happening it was the most jam-packed episode i've ever seen of television what a goddamn mind fuck i was like what is happening because also oh, they just God. dropped this little bomb at the end where they were like, okay, so someone tipped off the regulators. Oh, I saw George and Martha leave. So now I'm like, is George Washington not going to be able to be the president because they're going to kill him because they think that he's. No, he's too important. I think we'll also remember they don't change history. Nothing about history has changed at all. They're all living it. No, no, no. We haven't seen the fallout. I don't think anything changes. I watched the promo for season five, none of the actual stuff. And there's a part in it where Brianna and Claire are talking and they're like, we can't change the future, right? Like, question mark? No, they can't. But they can't. I really don't think they can. They haven't yet. They're going to change it with this not them not dying in the fire. No, I don't think think so. You think they're going to die in a fire? Okay, so this is part of my complaint corner. Okay. 
Um, okay, right. Also, Claire performing performed surgery also during that episode. Um, because uh-huh. Jamie so. hit him in the stomach as a distraction, and he was like, "Hope he doesn't die." Right? <laughs> and, oh, okay. I did write actually in the jokes that I didn't mention Claire being like, as soon as the commotion, Claire turning around to Jamie to be like, "What the fucking shit did you just do? <laughs> what is going on? Like, I know this is your fault. This commotion yep. was your fault. Like, what is happening?" Yeah. Um. She knew. She saw it straight through that. Um. They've been through enough heists together, I guess, to know. Um. But. Okay. What were we just? I was just the watching. them not being able to change the future. Oh yes. Okay. So butterfly right, effect. Right. That wrote it down in my complaints corner. I have a whole little paragraph. So number one, just as another complaint, Brie is angry all the time, and it's sort of like I'm tired of it. Um, it's earned though. Yeah, but like all the time. Her dad wasn't her real dad. He died. Her mom didn't really love her. Then her mom left her for Jamie. Then she time travels. Then she gets married and left. Then she gets raped. Then she gets pregnant. Then her husband her husband gets sold. They've all been through a lot. Her dad calls her a whore. Fergus only has one. Then she gives. Then she gives has a baby with someone that she doesn't know and also can't see, and um she doesn't know who the father of her child is. Just seems like an angry teenager all the time. Whatever. Again, rightfully so. All that stuff would put me in there in a mental institution. Anyway, if one of those things happened to me. So before she became an angry teen, Brianna, aging backwards, Benjamin Button, um, Brianna mm-hmm. wholesale thinking that her parents die in this fire is was frustrating to me pretty much from the jump. Because <laughs> I was like, first of all, unresolved question from like season three because she figures this out right or from earlier in the season when her mom actually leaves is like was it like forever like i i never really could tell like claire leaving brianna like like every episode where claire was like oh miss my daughter i was like so you're never going back right like, I could never... Yeah, fully understand. They never, like, like, right, they never defined that, really, which was confusing. Um, but whatever. Um, and if she did, I'm assuming, plan to never come back, like, what a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Number one, nobody can change time. Or I guess number two. We're on number two. Nobody can change... At this point, she... Her mom has explained everything about how hard her and Jamie worked to stop the Battle of Clawden. Literally, it did not happen. And they keep finding all this like paper trail of her mom's existence in the past. So like it happened already. So like, I just just don't think that they can as far, like I just don't think they can change time. I think time is set and they're just like, like it's art, like the whole like, theory of time that like time happens at sort of like at once mm-hmm. like, I think that is what's happening here and like whatever happens is whatever so, so number three is dying in a fire is like literally the best cover-up because like I thought I thought this was common knowledge because there's no body like you don't mm-hmm. have to look for the body if you just say oh they died in a fire then nobody is looking to bury the I mean you can bury the ashes of the house but like yeah there's no grave, there's no like paper trail, body trail, whatever. Well, especially so, in the 1700s, it's not like they're gonna like compare dental records. 
right. to do it. Oh. I've watched enough bones to like a fire doesn't like completely destroy a crime scene, but it's hard to identify right. if two right people. exactly. So like as suit literally the first time I heard them read that obituary, I was like, oh, that's fake. Like mm-hmm. there's no way, especially because the time frame, the timestamp on it, which granted, this is like from a viewer lens. The time frame on it, even if it's at the end of the decade that they're currently in, is mm-hmm. not enough time to ride this show out. Like they're not gonna, like they're not gonna go four more seasons with them this over their head, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just not structurally smart for a plot. Like you just can't, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, this is gonna get resolved, and they're not gonna fucking die. And which granted, that is like very much like a viewer's like she doesn't that's not what's going through her the character's mind but Mm -hmm. still for her to just like wholesale believe that they were going to die in this fire and then also like your mom's gonna die eventually that's where my complaint comes into this corner is roger and brianna's fight about them dying when roger was like yeah they lived 200 years ago they're dead like i was so on his side for why he didn't tell her like all that would do was hurt her totally agree so i that to me was just like, it, it seemed like a really cheap, like also Brianna's not dumb. Right. Like, or were to believe she's not dumb. I don't know. What other complaints do you have? Oh no, that was it. Those are all of your complaints? Yeah, we've already I, addressed the other ones. I agree. I think, yeah, I agree. I think the, I, I don't know if they can change the future. Like, I don't know, or I don't know if they've changed the past because we haven't, because when Claire went back, uh, Frank was like, absolutely no talk of Scotland or the time you were in. So she just like legit didn't ever look into it. So like something yeah. she did technically could have. Yeah, but it didn't like he, like he knew that she went back before she knew she was going to go back. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This could break my brain and the show it. isn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> So let's go through our stats quickly. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, you go first. So my favorite character was young Ian. I loved him so much. Same. My favorite relationship was Fergus and Marsley. Um, or the like Fergus, Ian, and Jamie little friendship. Yes. But when Fergus said, my Lord, you forget, I know your story. If you were forced to marry Milady, then I am forced to breathe. My heart, it is forced to beat. I was like, fuck that. I love them. So cute. And then my favorite season was four. And my favorite episode was 4-3, which was the false bride, which was the one with the fight with, like, the Roger Brianna at that Scottish fair episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that episode. And I liked the, like, seeing the evolution of the house being built. Yeah. And the beginning of the relationship with the Native Americans who live in their yeah. area. What about you? Um. Yeah, so my favorite character is also young Ian. Excuse me. Um... Favorite relationship is Jamie and young Ian. Although again, Fergus and Marsley close second. Um, favorite season was four. And then I decided that my favorite episode was 310 um, where she like saves them on the boat with the diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I mean, the epicness of that other episode where <laughs> all the chaos happens was like a very jam-packed episode, but I can't say it like left me with any kind of like, 
warm fuzzies. I know. And like season, I think season three and four are better than two. I still think season one is like really, really good. Season three just genuinely felt like 20 years. Like it was just so long that like by the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm kind of ready for it to be like the normal pace of time here. Yeah. Like I kept being like, how old are we supposed to be? Like what year are we in? Um, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we've made it to the end. Thank you for listening that long. Drum roll, please. Remember when we tried special effects? Didn't work well. Um, Sophie, what is your single best scene from season three and four of Outlander? Um, I decided that my single best scene was the episode actually that Maddie mentioned earlier, the scene where the uh, missionary goes, is set to burn um and but like specifically the native american not wife but like baby mama i guess i don't know to call her um like hands the baby to the man who <sighs> loved her but like single-sided like uh like, unrequited yeah um hands him the baby and then just like fucking walks into that bonfire and like wraps her arms around him and just like they burn up together and like the Native American that's left behind is like so he is me like we are like what just happened sobbing oh my god yeah he's like can't handle it and like everyone in the community is like so shook by this whole thing and like and because the whole like bit of it right was like the missionary believed so much in his faith that he was willing to do this and like her whole like her thing was she believed so much in him and like Mm -hmm. their relationship that she was also just like didn't want to exist without him but like without having to say it right like there was no dialogue like I don't think in this scene maybe at all like no it was like Roger pieced together that the the father of the baby that he saw was the priest like nobody explicitly said it until he was like oh the healer that's your like that's right. who that's you love. You. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that that you that was such a good scene. And good like sticks chills. and like the way it was shot was so beautiful that you could like yeah. see the outline of their bodies holding each other. Yes. And like her the CGI calm, team, they did their work on that. That actress's like calm resolve as she walked into the fire, too. Oh was I was like, stop, so stop, don't stop, stop. Like I was like, what is I don't know what I want. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. So good. I could, I was shocked to like, did not see that coming from any miles away. No, not even a little bit. Like even to the point where she put the baby down, I didn't see it. No. As no, she I was don't... walking towards it, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I... Oh my gosh. That was a great scene. Okay. okay. So my single best scene was Fergus and Marsley's wedding at the end of season three, episode 11. I loved the priest. I loved how like bold Marsley was in that scene. And she was so ready and excited to Mm -hmm. marry Fergus. Like she loves him so much and he loves her as well. Um, I think watching Claire and Jamie as like his pseudo parents when he was a little boy in France with them, like, like really played into like all of the positives of their love story. Whereas Brianna got all of the negatives. Um, and then Fergus is officially a Fraser. Like when he was like Fergus Claudel Fraser, and like Fergus was so proud to say it. Jamie was so proud to say it. All like, around loved it. Yeah, Fergus I is thought it was the so son that Jamie like did. Yeah, raise. yeah, yeah. And that moment was just like it was all of the things that I love about Outlander. Mm-hmm. So that is my single best scene. 
Yay. So we've made it to the end. Don't worry, dear listeners. We will cover the rest of the series whenever they put it on Netflix and we can do it. Obviously, so this that's point, it TBD could be years from now. For now. Um, Outlander season six is back in production right now. Um, but it's still filming. We don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So those are the little bits of news. What is your recommendation for the people this week? So my recommendation this week is a ice cream treat from Trader Joe's. Um, they are their dreamsicles. I can't remember what they're calling them. Yeah. But they're like orange with vanilla on the inside um, popsicles. And they keep selling them out at my Trader Joe's, which is very frustrating, but they are so good. Um, And if they're available in your Trader Joe's, please buy them because they're very good. You'll have to send me the box so I can put it on the Instagram because this is the second ice cream from Trader Joe's that you have oh my God, really? had oh, yeah, your yeah, recommendation. Oh, the milk ones last time? The coffee ones last time. Oh, the coffee ones. <laughs> <laughs> so you like Trader Joe's ice cream? Love the Trader Joe's. They honestly, I wish they had a more robust ice cream section for the summer. Like, come on, like one kind of fruit popsicle. Give me a break. We need 10. You and I, I think I've already talked about this on pod about how I love their little mini ones. Um, there are many ice cream ones. I think they're so good. And they're like two oh, or a serving yes, size or whatever. Cones. I got the tiny cones. Yes. Um, hold the cone. Yes. I think I they're so the good. Cone. And I love that the serving size is more than one. It's three. It's, it's three. So and it's such a nice treat. Cause if you want to be healthy, you can just have two. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so my recommendation this week is a TV show, but it's not a pitch. Cause I actually think that we will be covering it. So I want our dear listeners to listen in anticipation, but I finished Cruel Summer and I 10 out of 10 recommend. I thought it was really good. I thought the twists were good. I thought it was really interesting that they, it was set in one day in 1993, 94, 95. And you got to see how much this court case kidnapping affected each person and one day of the year and each year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like was clear enough between like the difference in what year you were filming. You were never like, what year is this? Um, so overall recommend it's on Hulu amazing yeah I need to watch that I need to I have a lot of tv to watch actually I know you were like looking for a show the other day and I was like well girl I have a literal laundry list of stuff I need to watch um put it in the soon app and then you can summer elite the new season elite yeah um and I still have like two and a half full seasons of um Lucifer (laughs) to get through like (laughs) I know your voice note to me the other night made me laugh where you were like, okay, I take it back. It's actually good. I'm like, actually, wait. I love shows that do that. It's deep into season three and I'm like, okay, I guess it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think it's actually kind of funny. (laughs) Like it's clever. (laughs) I'm tired of Googling Bible verses. Honestly, like, like, yeah, I'm like literally Googling Bible stories so I can keep up with it. But um, they do a really good job, I think, of growing the world. Mm-hmm. Like maybe better. I'm not gonna say better than any show I've ever seen, but like better than most shows. Like procedurals. Any show, I feel like it's hard for them to like know when to add new characters and like have them come in in like a non awkward way, mm-hmm. um, and like integrate into the story, um, but like still stay true to like what the story is about, um, and not get like too cluttered. And I think at least so far, they've done just like an excellent job 
it'll be interesting for the listeners and myself to hear once you get to the Netflix years of it. Cause I think you're yeah, still on. I think, it's it was raunchy. On, I think you're on where it's still on Fox. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like I'm assuming the right the writing changes. Yeah, Maddie, I think that there's 26 episodes in this season. Yeah, that's for sure a Fox. That like, doesn't even a, make sense for like daytime. That's a TV. network show. Yeah, that's like a soap opera, like every day. Right? That's like early season the OC are like pretty little liars level of especially sense. knowing that that show got canceled if I were a writer I'd be like what the fuck did you make us do 26 episodes of course right. it would lost viewers right anyway, anyway. I, I saw that so, and I was woo <laughs> you got excited <laughs> all right well thanks everybody for tuning in um Probably let us know <laughs> what you thought about season three and four of Outlander or one and two. Let us know what you've, but just don't spoil five and six for, or five for us. No, don't, don't spoil five. We, have not we don't know. So, no. um, but yeah, we'll be back. Actually, this is our last episode of season two. Yep. So <laughs> we're going to take a quick little break and then be back for all new content in season three. So if there's something you want us to cover, DM us right on the page. Give us a, yeah. give us a few recommendations and we'll try to add it to our schedule as you know sophie's got a long list so gotta add it in the queue thanks you guys Bye. bye